I like Arnold Palmer Spikes, Gangstar, so, so Guru and Premier, and uh, Moment of Truth, Burgers. and Easter podcast. We are back. Another week, another episode. I am your host, Old Head Ed. For those of you who are here for the first time, welcome. Uh, this is a podcast where we discuss beer, music, and food. But before we get into that, there's usually a guest sitting across the table from me. Um, and so is the occasion this time around. For those of you who have been here before, welcome back. You guys know the rules. Um, this time around, long distance, all the way from Boston. Uh, most people call it the Bean. Uh, northeast uh, found its way, in, found his way in South Florida, and through the magic of social media, <laughs> we came across each other, and then we we taken the opportunity to sit down and get to know each other better, or the opportunity for you guys to get to know him. And when I say him, I'm speaking of none other than Hero, the MC. What's good, my man? Dude, it's a good ass day to be alive. Uh, yes, definitely, definitely. And you, you've been busy. You're doing a little traveling, busy, yeah, um, for the moment, but then also busy and just music in general, yeah. Um, but before we hit the people with what you're doing today, let's let's talk about where you started, where this whole thing, this music thing, started for you. Yeah, um, I've just kind of always been been into music. I uh, I I started on um, like '80s pop. I really like Michael Jackson and shit mm. like that. But um, I don't know through through the love of sampling and shit. I just found hip hop and. Um, you know a lot of and and I've and because I started on that old school stuff I've kind of stayed there so gotcha. yeah yeah 80s pop I mean that's <laughs> you're, talk, you're talking yeah. yeah you're talking my era um cuz that was kind of like my my first musical leanings were that of whatever was on the radio or whatever was on MTV the early stages yeah. um and that and that describes it I mean if it wasn't like a Madonna borderline or uh or um, Billy Ocean, Caribbean Queen, or whatever. That's like, or, or even uh, Phil Collins. Like, that's that's a good place to start off at yeah. early early eighties. Um, when did you actually start this out? You said you you, you you know digging the samples. When did you actually start writing? Um, I think I was probably like fifteen. Okay, and it was trash. <laughs> that's, yeah. Um, but um, when I started when I started to make my own beats is really when I figured out um. How to how to write bars because there was no flow. I, I never had any flow, and then once I started producing, mm. started making those old school stuff, I figured out where to put words and shit like that. And from gotcha. from like making it like remaking the beats and by making the beats, I learned how to how to rap. And gotcha. uh, I've probably been probably been good for the last four years. So okay. I was like seventeen when I really started um, being good at being good yeah. at rapping, getting the hang of it, yeah. finding your own voice. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah, because like you said, the beginning, everybody tries at the beginning and it's just that you're, you're emulating or you're imitating what you've kind of learned uh, hip-hop is or who your influence is. And then eventually you kind of branch off and try different things and go, okay, this is my voice, this is my sound. Um, producing. Was there anybody musical in your family or the, the, how did the music thing, besides listening to 80s um, music? There's... There's no music in my family. Really? So um, this is something you gravitate. How did you gravitate to music? I don't know. I just yeah. listened to hip hop and fell in love with it. Gotcha. You know, I'm, yeah. it's it's weird how shit like that happens, but it happened. Yeah, it happens when it's supposed to happen, or how it's supposed yeah. to happen. And sometimes it's hard for us to explain that, but it, it does. It does happen. Um, I think the first time I heard of your music was through uh, Turntable Teachers. Uh, shouts to Mike, man, turntable teachers. Yeah, Mike, shout out to Mike Scarfa. Yes, yeah, most respect, dude. Doing big things. Um, the right mind. Yeah, doing the right mind initiative. Uh, nowadays, pretty dope. It's great to see people who are in the same vein of podcasting and just big fans of music finding themselves 
doing even bigger things. So that's yeah, shouts to you. But Mike, this is the second person that I've come across that you put me onto, and I and I've met in person. I still have yet to meet the great Mike Scarpa. But but that's for another day. You never met Mike Scarpa? No, I, I haven't. It's a trip. He's awesome. It's a trip. Um, so enough of the uh, giving Mike his flowers, but. Going back to uh, the moment that I had first heard of you, it was with uh, the producer. Was it? I, I I always mess up the name. I don't know if it's eight or sixteen bit. Sixteen bit spit. Sixteen bit yeah. spit, and it was the it was the project with the uh, with the uh, maximum carnage. With maximum that. carnage because it had yeah. yes actual carnage was on the on the cover. Um, how did you come? Uh, how did you uh, come in contact with sixteen bit spit, and how did that come across? Well, um, there's this podcast in, in Boston called uh, the Beat Club Podcast. Okay. And when I really started to get into the social media stuff, I didn't, I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just sent them a message and asked if they knew any producers with the old school style. Gotcha. And um, I just – I met him. And um, he's, from, he's from Boston too. He's a terrific guy. And that 8-track project was the first thing I've ever done where it, where it really felt like um, it was my own voice. Mm. And, and from there, I, I've kind of – I've kind of become my own MC from gotcha. that from that project, and it's it's eight tracks, but it's it's awesome. Yeah, so um, you also do you also do I mean now with what we're we're all enduring with COVID and the and the, the the shape that 2020 has taken uh, beforehand, um, you were doing a lot of uh, would you put together the events in Boston or you were part of the how did that work? I know there was a couple times where uh, there were several MCs. You guys went live stream. Um, it wasn't the the bars in the park. It was where I guess there'd be a, a, a location and you guys would kind of perform. Is that an yeah. event that you put together? Um, so I've been, I've started this thing called Bars Over Bars. Okay. Um, basically, it's all about throwing shows completely free for the artists because that's how I feel like it should be. Mm. Because in, in Boston and Massachusetts, if you if you want to perform, usually you have to pay a promoter. And, Correct. Um, that price varies between venue and promoter, but yeah. that's just kind of how it is. And yeah. I always felt like, well, it's my music. I'm the talent. No one comes to a show to see a promoter. Why should I have to pay for that? And I just said, fuck it. I'll do it myself. Mm. Right now, Boston is basically locked down. Um, if you're a music venue, you're not open until there's a vaccine. It's just wow. it's just that simple. Yeah. Um, we're getting very creative with the word venue. Like we posted up in sneaker shops and, okay. and gyms and, and, and weird <laughs> places. Wild. Um but um, yeah, we're, I'm still throwing like four shows a month, and nice. we're still we're still making it happen up there. Um, I just think when this whole thing's over, it's gonna be we're just it's gonna we're gonna be on top. Yeah, because we're we're we've been doing it and we're still doing it. Yeah, no, that's that's the best. I think that's the best strategy that uh, for those creative artistic people, you have to just find other ways of doing what it is you were doing the whole time. Um, the moment I think you fall back and and use the just our situation as an excuse, it just makes it that much tougher. Yeah. When when things pick up again, you're you're it's gonna you know it's kind of like you don't want to you don't want to go to a you want to slow down, but you don't want to come to a to a halt because then it's just that tougher to get going again. Um, and then and also everybody else, anybody who's worth their salt is doing something regardless. Yeah. No, no, and that's and that's the that's the big thing. The people who are still throwing shows, who are still DJing, DJs especially, who just they have nowhere to perform. If they're mm-hmm. if they're still live stream DJing, they're yeah. they love it. Yeah. Anybody still doing content, especially in New England where you can't really do anything outside, yeah. loves it. And if you're a promoter and you're not throwing shows, not even live stream shows, then it's because yeah. you're not making much money right now. But yeah. if you if you actually love throwing shows, you're still throwing them. Yeah. And it, and it teaches you how to adapt. I mean, it's yeah. and for anybody who really needs, who is about their craft and they really want to get at whatever it is that they're doing, you adapt, you find a way, a new way around yeah. it. Um, which we've seen with the, with the live streams from early on, D-Nice on IG, um, then the versus battle came into place. I, <laughs> I get excited when uh, I, I think about just the strength of hip hop or the power of hip hop to do that, to motivate and and that's what it was originally. I mean, it's always been just uh, people not having much or working with what they got. In other words, just to make something happen and um, and express themselves. So it's really dope, man. Uh, props to you for yeah. continuing to do this. I mean, this this house is a venue if you wanted to. Yeah. You know, yes. it's, it's yeah. people people forget that. And a little more sanitized than a gym. I like to think. <laughs> I like to think. But yeah. uh, no, that's pretty dope. At a gym, it's like pull up bars and bars. I don't know. There's something there. I yeah. Um, performing in a ring is pretty cool. Is it in the boxing uh, ring? Yeah. Oh, that is. Uh, I can imagine. 
Um, but um, yeah, I mean, if you want to do it, you can do it. Yeah. And it's a little weird right now if any of that takes place outside of your house, but yeah, you can do it. Which I guess it goes right into why we find you down here in South Florida. Yeah. Um, you were taking part in the uh, grind mode ciphers. Yep. There's an affiliation in. Um, they're based in Providence, but they they pretty much they they've done events all over all okay. over the country. Um, it's like music video ciphers. You submit a verse and then you go record the music video. Um, and they got a, I'd say huge. Uh, any video they post, they post one cipher a week, so it's mm. content, content, content. Gotcha. And um, it they get about between fifty and hundred k views. So I mean, it's it's something you definitely want to be a part of. It's called Grimo Cipher. Um, yeah, and, and and right now Florida is pretty open, mm. and. Um, we, we were just fortunate enough to have a grime outside down here in Fort Lauderdale. And oh. We filmed it and it was awesome. Excellent. Uh, how many MCs you think all together? Or Probably about 30. It was about 30. Yeah. Oh, that's a good amount. Yeah. That's a good amount. And I know we were talking about it earlier. And not too many from South Florida. That's, that's, a, no, that's wild. No, it was... Um, no, not a lot from Florida. Uh, that's something else. Strange. Strange. That means that my people here down here need to step up and find these these opportunities, which I'm sure they have. I mean, the local group probably has things that they refer to. Um, but even then, I know shouts to H2O, uh, part of the South Florida media gang. He does the WVCC radio online on Twitch. And um, for a minute there, they were doing it. Uh, Cypher in the Circle. It was it was every third Monday, I think it was. H, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think it was every third Monday or every second, but it was a Monday in the month where they would get together and it'd be open air, it'd be in a park. Um, that shut down. I think they're bringing that back soon. Um, and a lot of cats came through there. Like, uh, I know we, we, I spoke to you about King Tetris earlier. I recommended him, okay. suggested him. Uh, he came through that, through the cypher in the circus as well. Um, so it's really dope to see people still doing it. And I'm hoping that... Going back to down here, maybe the people that didn't get involved with the grind mode is... I know that everybody has their own outlets down here as well, too. Yeah, I know they're trying to come back. Um, yeah. Well, Grind Mode Cyber's been around for 10 years, and they've only thrown one event in Florida, and it was in Miami two years ago. Wow. So, you know, for for the amount of a, the hundreds of events they throw a year, mm -hmm. um, there haven't been a lot in Florida, so yeah. it's not, you know, Florida's fault. But. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll make it. We'll, 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 uh, we'll make our presence felt, I'm sure. I'm sure the young cats, once they catch wind of it, they'll be out there. Um, you have your latest project. Yep. Is the eighth letter? Yes, sir. Talk to us about that. Um, the eighth letter is a project that um, I put out the fifteenth of last month. It's fifteen tracks. It's been referred to as no skips. Okay. From a lot of the people who no like filler. It. No, filler. no filler, straight through. Fifteen tracks. Let no, it play. No intro, no outro, no skits, no no wasteful stuff. Um, it's just bars, sweat, and tears. Gotcha. Um, it's obviously inspired by Rakim, the 18th letter, Guru, the seventh letter. Mm -hmm. um, everything I do is dedicated to Guru, wow. first and foremost. Wow. Um, R.I.P. for real. R.I.P. Guru. Um, it was never supposed to be a project. It was, it was a bunch of tracks that I wanted to be a project, and then I was told that it wasn't good enough, and then I started working on different stuff, and then I just woke up halfway through September and said, fuck it. <laughs> and just fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, it, it poses a few questions. Um, is having a legacy, leaving a legacy behind important? What does it mean to leave a legacy? Mm. Um, do you have to die to leave a legacy? And is the legacy we crave hard to earn or mm. given due to fatal circumstances? Yeah. Meaning that, for instance, like Biggie and Pac are dead, you mm -hmm. know, and they're considered to be the greatest of all time. They're in everyone's top tens. Yeah. But if they lived... Would they have dropped a bad album like Eminem and then maybe would have been considered whack? Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's just, it's strange what, what death can do to somebody's fame. It's true. You know? Yeah. That's what that's I try to, uh, that's what I try to talk about on it. Okay. The production, who handles production on that? I produce six out of the 15, 15 tracks. Okay. Um, Someone named Loman did one of them called The Weight. I don't know if you've heard that one. Yes, yes. Uh, he works. Video. He Go works. check out the video on YouTube. It's out there. Hit the like, subscribe. Thank you. Dope video. He works with uh, Terminology Founded Him. He's from Lawrence. Okay. Um, there's this guy named First Official. He's from Boston. I got a couple of YouTube guys that I met online. I just, I thought their beats weren't, 
thought I thought their beats were too good to pass up. Okay. And there's this other guy in Easton, which is south of Boston. Um, his name's Scotty Flippin. Okay. Um, besides that, um, yeah, they got covered. It. Okay. Not yeah, bad. so I did more than a third. I did about a third of the project. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to just work with more people. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'll put you on to people down here that are really doing it, and it's in the same. It's it's amazing again. Um, uh, using technology as a tool uh, where you can meet, reach out to people, and then beats, you know, they everybody tries to be creative, beats lyrics one way, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's yeah. willing to, to put their best in and see what comes of it. Um, Shouts to Mighty Healthy, uh, Bruce Beats and East Alumni. I, I got to put you on to him. Definitely. He's from down here, and he's got a sound. Um, he's actually, just to go back to that episode where I interviewed him, um, he's actively trying to get placed on Rakim's uh, only built for Cuban Links three. Okay. So he's working out. He's, oh no, oh, that's that's Raekwon. Did I say Rakim? Raekwon. Yes. It's okay. okay. I said Rakim earlier. Okay. That's why I had that in my mind. Raekwon's only built for Cuban Links three. Um, he's gotten a, some feedback from the camp. Okay. Um, and uh, so it's, it's a good thing and I know that's his campaign right now so we're trying to get him there and just speak it into existing and whatnot. Um yeah, so eighth letter, you're down here in Florida, grind grind mode, cipher. Um, what's next for you? Um, well, I got a lot of people are like, 2021 is going to be the year. And um, I just got a lot of shit coming. Yeah. You know, I put a, I put a 15 track project out last month. I got a 10 track project with this producer named Wax 100. He lives overseas. Okay. Again, another situation where I found a producer on YouTube and okay. it's just too good to pass up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a project with Jay Faith coming hopefully okay. soon that we're going to start working on. He started the Right Mind Initiative with Turntable Teachers. I'm just projects on projects. That's that's, it. that's what I'm working It'll on. Stop. I mean, now is the time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now is the time when there's not so many options to get into. You just do what you what comes easy to you, I imagine. Yeah. No, I know a lot of people who uh, who just got into quarantine. Quarantine happened and they just didn't do anything. Mm, they shut down. And um, when, when quarantine happened, I just hit the books. Yeah. I just... Kept rapping, kept writing. Nice. Yeah. Oh, so you still write? You actually write? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. You think I ghostwrite it? No, no, no. I'm just saying because most of the time it's kind of like everybody wants to go, no, no, I didn't write it. I just I just rehearsed it in my head till I memorized it. Yeah. And like people don't actually go through the, you know, the practice of putting a pen to yeah. paper or a pencil to paper. I know people who do it with their phone. Or the, or the um, phone, yeah. I can't read my own handwriting very well when I'm <laughs> so, when I'm recording because she, she knows it's chicken scratch. Um, <laughs> shout out to Maddie. Maddie's shout out to in the Maddie. building. Maddie's sure. in the building. My future wife. There you go. There you um, go. Yeah. So I put it on the phone after the fact, but gotcha. every time I write, it's it's got to be pen and pad. It's that sort of like oh, I remember it better. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's excellent. That's excellent. Let them know where they could find you, where they could find the music, reach yep. out to you, all that good stuff. Um, I go by Hero the MC, my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, everything. <laughs> yeah. Hero the MC, that is H E R O T H E E M C E E. Yes. Um, LinkedIn, you can find LinkedIn, them on there. <laughs> find me on LinkedIn, MySpace. <laughs> yeah. And all that good find stuff. Find me on Vine. There you go. Yeah, they shut that down, but he's still there, though. Um, <laughs> ev- yeah, it's just super easy to find me. Hero I used to MC. go by Hero, and it was not easy to find me. Yeah. Because there was nine billion of them. But uh, yeah, yeah. That was very easy to find me, and I love it. There you go. And, hey, you added the title. MC to it because that's what you do. Yes, sir. Dope. Uh, Hero, that's the official business portion of this podcast. We got a lot more to get into. Y'all stay tuned. Hero, the MC, Bruce Beats, and East, the podcast. We'll be back. Dope. Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, 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 beer. Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, 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 beer. Bruce Beats, and East, the podcast, and we have reached. The bruise portion of the podcast. This is the portion of the podcast where my guest samples four different brews. Um, typically, it's beers. Hero is not a beer drinker, but he's a big fan of brewed teas, iced teas, what have you. Um, so we're going to ride with that. We're going to rock with that. Uh, we're all inclusive here. So we're definitely going to get into some sampling of teas. Um uh, Maddie might share one of her alcoholic stories with us. I don't know. I, no pressure. It might not happen, but... Um, the time when you set the toaster on fire. Yes. That could be dangerous. Don't want to talk about it? Oh, there, this is something true? I thought you were just messing with her. 
Okay, we might get into that. We might get into that. I love you. <laughs> yeah. So, Hero, playing along the game. Um, we're going to go from your left to your right. Um, get a sam- uh, we're going to sample each one. You know, conversate in between. You give us your thoughts. And at the end, you give us kind of like a one through four, which was the best, which was the least favorite. Um, and yeah, man, we'll go there. Uh, well, you know what? You want to start with your, your passion for tea to begin with? Um, one day I just saw that Arnold Palmer's were a dollar and, uh, I just never stopped. Wow. Um, Listen. But I was like, I don't know. That's that, just, that's, <laughs> I think that's how most addictions start. <laughs> it's like, it's cheap. It's cheap. And there's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there a specific Arnold Palmer? You're talking about Arizona's joint? Arizona, yeah, okay. the, the Arnold Palmer. The, uh, the, the got OG you. one. Got you, got you. Well, let's not hesitate. Let's get into this. Uh, the first one you're going to drink, which is on your left there, it's from the Wawa Convenience Store. <laughs> it is their, is their original... It's their signature green tea. Yes, correct. You can check out the... Uh, you can check out the decor or not the decoration on the bottle. See if you get anything from that. Um, whenever you want. Cold filled for freshness, with other natural flavors. Great. Yes. So uh, whenever you're ready, Maddie, please help yourself if you'd like. Since you, I've never had Wawa's tea, so I think I'm gonna try it also. I'm gonna go Am I supposed heavy. to just kill this? It's up to you. There's really no rules or regulations. Um, if you like it, take it down. <laughs> yes. I'm feeling it now. Um, Ready to record another album. <laughs> I don't... Green tea is probably my least favorite tea, okay. but I don't hate it. All right. Um, Wawa, got it going on. Okay. Hurricane sugar in this bitch? I hope so. Right there. Uh, yeah, that's there what it go. is. It's on the label. Ma'am. You guys have Wawa's up there? I don't know what no, it is. Okay. I think it's Pennsylvania. We down. saw yeah. we saw very many cracker barrels. Yes. <laughs> yeah, on your very yeah. many. Those are all over the place. Those in Waffle House. More than Waffle really? Houses we saw more cracker barrels. Really? Not it's it's crazy. Every exit. Every exit in Florida, cracker barrel. Have you guys been to a cracker barrel? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we well, have those in We the have nature. those up there. Oh, so yeah. we have zero Arby's. Really? Um, well, you know, hold on, before you go, because Oh, in the food? Yes, we'll that, food that's again. a perfect topic okay. to talk about when we get to eat. Um, green tea, you give, the, you give the Wawa green tea a thumbs up. Cool, cool. Um, it's probably going to be my least favorite, though, just because okay. I'm, I'm biased against Off the strength my... of green tea. Yeah. Yeah, got you, got you. Um, so the, the, thing, the tea that set it off for you was Arnold Palmer's. Um, yeah. And um, have you... What's another tea besides the Arnold Palmer that kind of got your attention? Um... Called Pure Leaf. Okay. Um, I like their. They got this blue. They got this main blueberry one. It's pretty good. Really. Um, How does that work? The blue. Does the blueberry works well with the tea? Surprisingly, flavor? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shit, not bad. But I'm glad you mentioned uh, Pure Leaf because your next tea. Is oh a, shit! It's a Pure Leaf. <laughs> slightly sweet. Great. Yeah, it's a slightly sweet black tea, Pure Leaf. It's a cold brew tea. Okay. Um. It, oh, it got nutritional facts. So, so it's cal- oh, you know what? I should take it. Let me go back to the first one. Okay, shout that out was calorie. You know, Wawa, shout out Wawa's, but its calories are one forty. The servings one bottle, uh, fifteen milligrams of sodium for oh, those who sugar. are keeping track, and uh, yeah, the total sugar is thirty four grams of sugar there. So, which brings us to the Pure Leaf. This one has sixty calories. Um, serving size one bottle, which is a lot more. Looks like a lot more content than the Wawa. And uh, this one's total sugars are 15, so it's definitely an improvement in the 35, 34 grams of sugar on the uh, Wawa. So um, have at it, man. Let me know what you think. Slightly sweet black tea. What do you think of the smell of this one, the fragrance? It has a tea smell. <laughs> it smells like tea. Um... <laughs> It doesn't really taste like anything. It tastes like when you get iced tea and the ice cubes melt. That's a very accurate description of that. That is... It's very watered down. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Like it doesn't have its own uh, characteristic. Yeah. Got you. Got you. That's just me. How do you feel about it? I agree. Yeah. Okay. Like if you get like a Dunkin' Donuts iced tea. And you guys have those, right? Cars, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We do have Dunkin' Donuts down here. Um, are you familiar with the, 
the the teas, the different types of teas, and the fact that they're all from the same plant. Did you have you ever? Do you know that? No. Like, so you have. Don't laugh at me. You I have don't know the, You have your green me. tea. You have like your your oolong teas. There's like four different main teas, and they're all from the same plant. It's just at a different stage that where they pick okay. the leaf. Crazy. That's I didn't cool. know this either. I, yeah, that's good to know. That was that was. I I learned that through one of the last person I think I had teas for. We spoke about tea because she was in Spain when I interviewed her, so I couldn't provide her any drinks. But we spoke a lot about teas and. I came to realize that at that point, so you're, so pure leaf nowadays is your thing. Um, ever had a Long Island iced tea? No. No. Okay. Good. Stay away from those. <laughs> stay, stay away from those. <laughs> They're like a dollar at Applebee's though, so if everyone's trying. Wait, them. what? Yeah, they Applebee's. Do you have Do you have Applebee's down here? There's very few of them. They they haven't survived. They do like um. Uh, they do dollar. Happy hour. They do happy hour and they do like dollar drinks and they rotate no. them between dollar each week. So like, really, sometimes drinks, sometimes specific drinks are real cheap. Holy crap! There's they're, a ton of Applebee's. They're trying to get people bent up there. Like, that's. I mean, a Long Island side IST consists of, I believe, five different liquors. Yeah. So yeah, that's and then you're gonna. Oh man, trying to get for a lot of dollar. Damn, Arizona IC needs to step their game up though because there's competition. It's like if if, if an Arnold Palmer is a dollar and then you got a Long Island, eh, yeah. what's the competition? Let's get into this third one. Okay. This third one is from the Snapple Company. <laughs> it's their peach tea, and. Um, yeah, another 160 degrees, I mean 160 degrees, 160 calories, so we've surpassed the Wawa, and uh, the sugars look like 40 grams of sugar, so yeah, this is a little more intense. Um, give that one a go, let me know what you think. Yes, sir. I probably should have asked, fan of peach at all? Yeah. Okay. Um, peach is like my go-to second option. Really? Yeah, because um, like sometimes you go to a store and they don't have what you want. Yeah. It's like... Okay. But uh, I like peach. Okay. Do you um do you mess with raspberry at all? That was, was that okay? You're good there? Yeah. All right. That good. has real good flavor. Uh, Maddie approves. Maddie approves. Raspberry. You you fuck with raspberry? Fuck with raspberry. Yeah, yeah. Don't fuck with cranberries. No? Hate cranberries. Really? They're too bitter. Are you, you too do, you like, do you like cranberries? I live on Cape Cod. There are cranberry bogs every corner. Yeah. Damn, are they people in the high waders yes. sitting? Really? Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. That's, yeah. that's, that's reason enough for me to pull up the Cape Cod just to see the people sitting out there in these hip waders yeah. and this I bog mean, of cranberries. Like, Hyannis is kind of like the main town of the Cape. And I mean, even there with all the businesses, there are like cranberry bogs really? in the middle of it. Yeah. Yo, that is so dope. Cape is pretty big, but Hyannis is in the middle. And it's like, um, it's the only place that has a DMV. And like, mm, that's not true. The DMV okay, is in well, South Carolina. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, now, I don't know. Now let me ask you a question. I shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. There's an authority. We have an authority here on those things, and it's not you, Hero. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately. But you gave it a shot. Um, can you go into these bogs and just like grab a handful? No, you no can't. there are many signs that are like, please stay off the bogs. Um, you really just have to either own the land with the bogs or like work for a company. Got you, you got you. Do. So it's not like they don't offer a thing like in uh, like in upstate New York where you can go apple picking or like in no. Jersey. No, unfortunately, uh, no, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, it, well, it doesn't matter because Hero doesn't like cranberries, so <laughs> I don't like cranberries. Do you do you curse at them when you drive by them? Like Fuck cranberries. You cranberries. <laughs> Fuck cranberries. Wait, they they got no business being that bitter. I don't understand. <laughs> I I think that's something that I've learned to appreciate through time because I felt that way early on, and I think it came from a it came from a place where it was the first time somebody oh you want some juice. And I was like, yeah, I love juice. It's great. Apple, great, whatever. It's all good. And then they give me cranberry. And I found the same thing. Like, oh, this is hard as hell. Like, this was juice. So it yeah. was kind of like, yeah, I, was, I felt like I was deceived. Minute Maid's got this, uh, this bottle you can pretty much buy anywhere. It's, um, it's cranberry, apple, and raspberry. Mm -hmm. It's not terrible. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's a good mixer. Yeah. Wait. Mixer? Uh, <laughs> for vodka, right? Is that what y'all talking about? Okay. You wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. But you agree nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, so the peach one, what do you think of the peach one? Did we go over that already? No. I think I'm um, I, I, I feel like Snapple's always been very, like, strong mm. with the taste. Gotcha. Uh, but I don't mind it. Okay. It's, it's 
pretty good. Shit. I like peach. I've always liked peach tea. There you go. Damn, shots to Snapple. Hey, catch that check. Uh, uh, you guys are probably a little too young to remember the old. There was like a spokesperson, there was like a, a lady that was a spokesperson for Snapple. The old commercial. Do you thing. have Do you have the thing under the cap? What the cap said? Oh shit! Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, I'll let you do the honors. Uh, real fact number fourteen, number one forty nine. Theodore Roosevelt was the only president blind in one eye. Wow. Old I Teddy. Knew, I knew he was blind, but I didn't know he was. Um, huh. Well, yeah, yeah. I knew he was blind. I just didn't know he was president. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt was blind in one eye. Ain't that something? So I guess if you approached him from one side, you probably didn't even know you were there. I'm Horrible. Him. Yeah, right. Like, oh, when'd you, when'd you get here? All right. So well, it's funny. The Hawaiians didn't see him coming either. That's how because he's the one that got us um, Alaska and Hawaii. I don't okay. Know how, but... Shit. Not he also bad. started something in uh, the Caribbean called the Banana Wars. Does that make any sense? That's, I haven't heard of that one. I have to look that up. Shouts to Teddy Roosevelt. One-Eyed Teddy. Um, let's get into this fourth and final. one Teddy. <laughs> let's get into this fourth and final tea. Uh, which, okay, it's the Honest. It's the Honest Tea. It's their organic half tea, half lemonade, which kind of, kind of brings it to bring us full circle to the Arnold Palmer. Yes. So I'm really interested in seeing what you think about this one. Whenever you're ready, give it a go. Um, at the same time, I'm going to tell you it's 100 calories. Um, got 25 grams of sugar, which I think it puts us. Oh, besides the pure leaf, I think it has no pure leaf is the is the lowest. It's 15. She's driving, so you gotta. Don't. And cut it off with the teeth. She's got the first. No, she's not driving. <laughs> well, she's navigating. Right here. I drove the whole time. <laughs> so yes, we took a trip. Yeah, we drove. Drove all the way down from Massachusetts, pulled up into into West Florida, mm-hmm. and then drove over for the uh, for the cipher for the event. Yeah, and then you still have that trip ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Yes, and. Uh, you didn't have to rely on Google because Maddie knew where she was going. Yes. That's what you're telling me. It's, it's yeah. what I imagine. Like Just go south. <laughs> Just go south. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna need, we'll get there. We're going to need passports if we go the other direction. They won't let us into Canada. What did we see where we were like, oh, we took a wrong turn? Oh, we saw... Um, there's a fucking pyramid on the way... That's not what I was talking about, but yeah. On the way here. On the way to Fort Lauderdale. There's a yeah. fucking pyramid. I know. It's the... Uh, I know it's it's a uh, it's what the hell is the Grand Bahama I think it's called on seventy five somewhere I forget if it was, Wait, it was if it's seventy five it's, it's like okay. right after the long strip of nothing that was like huh. one of the first things we saw there's like eighty miles of seventy five that's just nothing yeah, and then you see and then it, we start seeing something and then there's like it's it's pretty close if we yeah. see it I'll take a picture of it yeah I'm trying to think because I know that we have something that resembles a pyramid. 595 going towards east towards 95 towards Fort Lauderdale on the south side and that's um they have events over there it's like they rent it out for uh like it's like a ballroom um but you're you're just what you're describing is the west end of 595 right as 75 um joins 595 yeah, I think there. So. and I'm trying to think what's pyramid like over there hmm Man, I have to keep an eye out. It might be like that alien monolith that just popped, like somebody just dropped it there. I thought you were serious. <laughs> no, no, no. You said there was something that we saw where we were like, maybe we took a wrong turn. Yeah, I think it was like a town or something. And maybe it was Hollywood or some. I don't know. Oh, what was it? I don't know. Yeah. That sounds that sounds about right though. Yeah, it felt like it was funny. Oh, we ended up in Cali or something. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so it's Hollywood. Hollywood is just yeah. south of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, and that could. I, you know, I, think, it, I think it was like halfway. We'll probably see it on the way back. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on the uh, on Honest Tea's um, version of the Arnold Palmer? I like the um, the lemonade iced tea mix because it's like. Lemonade's really bitter, mm-hmm. and uh, iced tea's really sweet, and I think they kind of cancel each other out and make, yeah. make something good. I, I don't like it as much as Arnold Palmer, but uh, it's pretty good, if I'm going to be honest. You know. <laughs> that's, that's what we're calling for here, is just some honest tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get it. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Uh, you, pull up to a re- you pull up to a place to eat, and you're asking for an Arnold Palmer. Do you go lemonade sweet tea or lemonade unsweet tea? Um, well, I go up to a place and I ask for, and they say they have Arnold Palmer, and they serve it to me, and it's not Arnold Palmer. 
and they're really full, full of nonsense. Yeah, why would they do that? Like bait and switch? What is that? It's like it's like their own. It's like it's like how Kleenex is referred to as, as tissues. tissues. It's like got you. People just think Arnold Palmer is iced tea mixed with lemonade, but it's like that's the brand. Yeah, yeah. That's like the specific. Like, but they don't even give you that. Like they don't give you. No, it's just their mix of whatever. Their it's mix. Like, of what is this nonsense? Yeah. So if all they have is raspberry uh, tea, and they'll mix that with lemonade, and be like, "Yeah, sure, this is the closest thing we have." That's yep. foul, man. That's foul. <laughs> That's you, foul. you know, I'm wondering now that we're we're into the this deep discussion of half tea, half lemonades, um, and Arnold Palmer's. Um, I'm wondering why Arizona is the only one. I guess he cut the deal with them. He they must have got ahead of the game and said. We need because he's the only one that has his official name yeah. on the can is the Arizona joints. That's that's crazy. I I wonder what that deal was like. If you had a drink named after you, what would it be? Fuck. And you can't have Arnold Palmer, but that's <sighs> that's already been taken. That is something I've not thought about. Okay. It definitely wouldn't have cranberries though. No. <laughs> How do you feel about pomegranates? <laughs> I love pomegranates. You like pomegranates? I love fruit. I don't fuck with cranberries. Cranberries. Bro. Cranberries is X out. Yo, hey, listen. There's no pressure to like anything you don't like on this show. It's all about you, your opinion. Um, with that, let's get into the one through four. The best tea you've tasted right now to the least. Uh, the best tea is probably the honest tea, if I'm going to be honest. Got you. <laughs> Got you. Uh, then the Snapple. Then uh, good old Wawa. And then the Pure Leaf. Pure Leaf. She wasn't rest. having it. Got you. Okay. Dope. Yo, Hero, man, you, 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 ran them, you ran through them. Some of them didn't survive. You're more than welcome to go back to them, the ones you'd like, as you'd wish, throughout the episode. Uh, remember, you're driving, because um, Maddie's going to be sleeping. And uh, you, yeah. know, you know us so well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is what it is. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. We're going to get into these beats. Y'all stay tuned. Bruce Beast and the podcast. We are in the beats portion of the podcast. Hero the MC, still in the house. Um, this is the portion of the podcast where we discuss uh, my guest's musical taste. Um, we hinted at it a little bit in the in the first segment, and um, and I'm sure we're gonna pick up right where we left off. Uh, well, let's go. Okay, you know, just to kind of bounce around a little bit, give people a little change of perspective here. Um, what is it that you're listening to nowadays? What's, what can we find on your playlist? It doesn't have to be hip-hop. It's just anything in general. Um, Static Selecta's new album. Fucking okay. fantastic. Okay. Um, besides that, there's some um, some local guys I'm getting into. Uh, someone named Jarv from Vermont. Uh, a guy named Bugout who actually did the artwork for the eighth letter. Uh, he's, from a, he's from a group in New Hampshire called Granite State. Okay. Um, the, the new Nas album. Oh, The King's Disease? No Skips. Yeah, no skips. How did you feel about the firm track? That's that's always been my point of contention with that album. Oh, I cried. Really? And not because it wasn't. Don't don't laugh at me. Not because. Not me. He's not telling me not to laugh at him. I don't do that on this you show. You were there when I cried. I'm supposed to be professional. We were listening to it. I was tearing up. Maybe it was another girl. No, I'm kidding. We were dating when it when it came out. Yes. So. <laughs> so there was now. There's definitely gonna be tears one way or the it other. Was just um. I've, I've cried over very few songs, but it's just hearing all of them together, mm. just kind of like the amount of chemistry between all four of them was just yeah. crazy. And yeah. it was just like, this is hip hop. Yeah. It's amazing that um, uh, you they, they pulled off that type of chemistry when they didn't even record the verses together. But it goes to show you that when you, you have a foundation there. You know, you could, it's a good feeling that, you know, you could always go back, kind of like Wu-Tang. If there's a foundation there, you know that they've all gone in their separate directions. When they get together and put a project together, you're like, yeah, it's, it's like it never, yeah. it's never left. It's never left. Um, King's Disease, um, Static Selector. Uh, what's something that most people would find odd to discover that's in your playlist? Um, I talked about Prince earlier, but I, I talked about Age Pop earlier, but I'm, I'm, I got a lot of Prince in my Prince, playlist. Okay. Um, Love Paula Abdul. Yeah, are you really? Yeah. Okay. I okay. just love I just love the eighties. Yeah. Eighties um, yeah. pop, eighties R&B, eighties disco. Love it. Eighties disco. <laughs> well, seventies disco that translated into the eighties because yeah. most people say, nah, disco died in in the seventies. But uh, but yeah, 
Definitely, definitely. Um, 80s. What else in the 80s? Yo, shout out to Big Trash. What's up? Pull up a seat, grab a beer. Uh, or grab a tea if you like. Um, <clears throat> we're getting buzzed off these teas. And uh, so besides, so the 80s, something you'd find in their prints. Um, are you more uh, Purple Rain Prince or Raspberry Beret Prince? Purple Rain's a classic. Yeah, it is. It is. It definitely is. Now, and, and it's amazing um, <clears throat> that I, I, it's that you mentioned Nas, and then we're talking about Prince. Where um, when Nas was on the Drink Chance podcast, he said he had a conversation with with Prince about doing music together, and he said, "Well, first get your masters." Uh, uh, once you have your masters, then we could talk about doing music together. Meaning that as long as somebody else owned your music, you know he wasn't gonna do no work with you. Um, yeah, no, it's um. And he was very vocal. Prince was very vocal about people owning their work. That's why he had the whole slave campaign and the the artist formerly known as. Yeah. <clears throat> no, that's um. That's the biggest thing that that I that I can't stretch enough to to to, to any artist is just. Own your shit. Like, don't sign a contract unless it's, like, beneficial to you. Um, just own your music. Yeah. That's why, I mean, that independent wave is not only doable, but you can be extremely successful with yeah. it right yeah. now. And um, own your masters. Don't let, don't let your legacy die with you. Yeah. Have you have you heard, did you hear that Lil Wayne apparently sold his masters to Warner Music? No, like I Like, a hundred million? That's, yeah. That's a good check, but at what cost? Yeah, I mean, think about it. How much money you can make? It's hard to say. It's hard to predict how much more you can make in the future. Yeah. And sometimes that that number is a lot more than a hundred million. You'll never know. But you, do you want to be that guy that in the future you realize that they're making way more than that for what they paid you? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy. Um, <clears throat> so you started off Gangstar with Moment of Truth. Yeah. Did you go back from there? Um. And if so, how far back? I've listened to everything. Okay. Uh, no more Mr. Nice Guy, Step in the Arena. Um, no, there was... Uh, uh, um, What's that one? Step, yeah, No More Mr. Night Guy, Step in the Arena, uh, Daily Operation. No, it's, da- it's Daily Operation between no more, no more Mr. Nice Guy and Step in the Arena. No. The third one. It's No More Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever. And, the, and Whatever. the reason I know this is because... I, I know we were talking about it earlier. Shouts to Rob Productions. Um, this is that was that step in the arena was the album. We gotta cut this part up. That, <laughs> yeah. They can't know. They, they can't know. I said that. there's gonna be a, a, a <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a moment where like the video, the audio is gonna go. Burr, 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 and we're gonna right back into it. So yeah, like you were saying, Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Step in the arena. Yeah. <laughs> then daily operation. <laughs> daily operation. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, high school for me was step in the arena. Yeah. Who's, um, who's gonna take the weight? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, beyond comprehension. I mean, everything on there was so. The, all those tracks. Um, even like what you want this time. No, no, because. Yeah, yeah, that was middle school. Um, that was probably one of the last albums I saw before I moved to South Florida. What? Not album. A cassette tape was the normal Mr. Nice Guy. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, you know, step in the arena was ridiculous to me, and um, and daily operation for some reason I felt like I didn't totally get it all together. It was good, but it wasn't step in the arena. But then when hard yeah. to earn dropped, I was like, oh, fucking hard, hard to earn, classic. Yeah, I think I think uh, step in the arena is near perfect. Um, then no more Mister Nice Guy. Daily operation had a few tracks that like yeah, kind of. But moment of truth um, after so many years. There was a there was a gap between um, hard to earn and moment of truth like several years. Several. And then that came in, um, and that was that was that was a really a dope ass album. Like they picked up right where they belong. And then after that, it was what full clip, just like uh, the greatest hits. I don't they didn't do anything else after that. Greatest hits, a few bonus tracks. And yeah. then in two thousand three, they had the owners. Yes, that's right. And then that's seventeen. Right. Oh, 16 years later, one of the best yet comes out. That's right, yeah. Yeah, another another crazy, like, just at the right time. Yeah, no, know. it's showing the kids, like, how it should be. And there's people who are coming in the game now or might have never heard a mm-hmm. game. Like, who probably know who DJ Premier is, but not, you know, know... What Gangstar, Gangstar was all about. Yeah, they might know Premiere from uh, Prime from the Prime Project, 
um, or from he has the band. He has a band. What's the name of the band that Premier runs with? With Brady Watt is the bassist. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the band. They had a Tiny Desk uh, concert that was really dope. Did you hear the uh, the fucking Brady Watt song, the New England song? No, I have. Back around the way, I gotta send it to you. Please do, because the last thing I heard from Brady Watt was the song he produced for Inspector Deck. I think it was. Yeah. No, he just put out a New England anthem. It's got um, it's got NOG, it's got terminology. Wow. um, it's got Millie's, it's got Sammy Adams, it's got Michael Christmas. It's There's got, a dude named Sammy Adams up, up yeah. there? I don't... Tell me he doesn't drink beer. He does. <laughs> I was about to say. No, all right. That's interesting. I hadn't heard about it. I had heard of everybody else you had mentioned. Uh, Millie's. Millie's is dope. Um, yeah, Millie's is awesome. And again, Ed O.G. is someone where... Classic. Ed O.G. is in my top ten. Terminology is in my And top being 10. from that year from Roxbury as well. Yeah. So, the it's 902... Um, was it the 90201? Wait. 90201? Is it? No, no that's, that's the kind of, that's what I'm saying. But it's similar to, I was like, yo, fuck, I was like, fucking around with me. I'm like, I did not see Ed OG on that TV show. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but no, definitely Ed OG classic. Even, even late, you know, later on, he was one of the cats that still did it. And then was bringing on the, was it the cat named Jason? Was yeah. the dude that he rhymed with too. Damn. Ed OG doesn't, um, I don't think it's a concern of him now, but I don't think he does enough locally. Well, he does things locally. He just doesn't. He just keeps it keeps it to himself. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, at this point in your your career, you've done it. Everything else is you yeah. do it. You it's do hard it just to transition from from experience. It's hard, and you know, especially it's hard to transition into the social media age. Yeah, yeah, we discussed this for sure, for sure. Um, <clears throat> and because of this, we have people who are growing up in Boston who don't even know who Ed OG is. It's yeah. bananas. Yeah. Just yeah, if you're that's... just if you're just not like present on social media, you you're a ghost. Nah. It's crazy. And that's the thing, it's that's kinda like the, the, the gift and the curse there, because um the music is out there. It's just a matter of it, 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 I mean I I think it works to a, a point because it's um if you really wanna look if you really if you're really about it, you'll find it. And then that kind of separates you from everybody else who's just kind of visiting the culture kind of in this way where a lot of, you know, or just like just passing through in a sense. Um, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, shouts to Ed OG. Shouts to Ed OG. I seen him perform down here one time along with, I think, Master Ace. Yeah, I think he opened up for Master Ace in Wordsworth. um, But classic show down in Miami. Um, Who's someone that you would like? So I guess Gangstar. Did you ever get a chance to catch Gangstar? Or was somebody... No, because Guru passed away. Guru in passed away in 2010. 2010. My mother took me to a uh, a gangstar show when I was really young. Oh, okay. She was into them. Uh, she still Shouts to mom, Joe. For real, that's that's excellent. I ha- I had to go to my own hip hop show the first time around. Like my mom, being you know a, a first generation, I'm the first generation here. She came from Dominican Republic. Like hip hop wasn't a thing that we listened to in the household. <laughs> but I mean, I listened to it, but it wasn't something that played that was played commonly. Yeah, but that, uh, that's excellent. Shouts was, to mom. It was the owners' tour. I was like five. Wow, it's crazy. That um, is ill. I'm very thankful for that, and that's probably like the first. That's what set everything in that's motion. Probably, that's probably what set everything in motion. Excellent. Wow. But um, Guru, it's just... <clears throat> the thing about... When he said when he was said that he was taking the weight, the weight is referred to as... Um, I don't want to create, create my own... Create, create words out of his own words, but... Um, yeah. It's like, you're, you're who, who's going to set... Who's going to set the tone? And who's going to be the person that you're going to look to and say, this is how it's supposed to be done. And here's the example of it. And he mm. was that, yeah. you know, he was 34 when Biggie was 24, mm. you know, and even though they were both blown up at the same time, this is a guy who's made 10 years, has 10 more years of experience and 10 years more of mistakes. And, you know, he should be the guy that you should go to for advice mm. and shit like that. That's just strong. And you think about it, it's, yeah, definitely. Biggie had two albums. We're talking about, yeah. you know, not counting the Jazzmatazz series, you're talking about five, six albums there. Yeah. That, that's, that is, it's a very solid point you bring up for sure. For sure. Um, anybody else you'd like to shout out from, from Boston that I should, I should maybe, let's like, let's turn this into the put me on segment. Put me on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Jay Faith. Okay. Uh, he started the Right Mind Initiative. He's okay. from Lowell. Um, shout out to MDOT. If you've mm. ever heard of him. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, he's a local guy, runs with the foundation, Big Show, Gangstar, shit like that. Don't, don't. Um, Aristotle Jones, he's a cool guy, he goes to Berkeley right now, which is the school of music in Boston. He's from Marblehead, which is where Token's from, if you're familiar with him. 
Yes, yeah. I, and I I came I became familiar through him to, of him through Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's um huge musician nowadays. Yeah. Okay. okay, yeah, nice. Um, besides that, um, I think that's it. No, I, there's too many people in the net. I can imagine. Yeah, and I, I mean this episode can only go so long. No, <laughs> and you guys got to drive it back to the west coast of Florida. Um, th- that's one one thing I want to touch on before uh, before we wrap the segment up is. Is you're getting into production? You gotten into production as you know through this whole thing. Um, and I recently had a conversation with Rock Soul. Shouts to Rock Soul, an artist from down here. And we talked about how the technology is available, where you can create things with a lot more ease mm-hmm. than back in the days. So there's really no reason why you can't why you stop at one thing. Like you shouldn't stop at one. Like yo, you're great at writing rhymes, write rhymes. But get into producing. Yeah. Get into instrument playing. Get it like. Now is the time, and and it also it puts everything into it. It helps you present a better package when you go to approach someone about. Oh, I make music. Let's work together. Yeah, like you said, with the people you've mentioned. I mean, everything <clears throat> is just so so easy to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know shit about the 1990s like you do because mm-hmm. I was born in 1998. But yeah, um, if you, I imagine if you wanted to be a successful musician, you kind of needed to know people and be signed to a label and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, you can just go buy a microphone and put your shit on whatever you want. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily be... You don't have to know people or yeah. whatever to be famous. Exactly. You don't even have to be talented. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's been proven. It's been proven. Um, it's it's just so easy to, to multitask and learn shit nowadays, especially with the internet. So yeah. it's just, why not? Don't, you know? Don't. We got masterclass for like Ten dollars a month. Learn some shit. You know, masterclass. What's yeah, that? it's um, it's a website. It's like um, photography and like a bunch of skills that you can learn from people really? who actually have that. Okay, why does that sound familiar? I think you might have seen it on like YouTube ads or whatever. Okay, yeah. maybe. All right, shit. Yeah, man. There's really, yeah. The bottom line is that there's really no excuse for anybody not to. You know, uh, evolve their their yeah. talent or they give. You mentioned Prince. Prince played every instrument. So yeah, and that was back in a time where. Yeah. You, <laughs> and we have there's trillions <clears throat> hours of video on YouTube to learn shit. Also, we got information in the palms of our pockets. Yeah, like do something with it. Yeah, let's know? use it for good. Yeah, dope. Um, Hero, we got one more segment to get into. Yeah, we talk beats, we chopped it up, we talk Guru Gangstar. Um, let's get into this each segment. Y'all know what it is. It's Bruce Beats and East the podcast. Y'all stay tuned. Bruce Beats and East the Podcast. We have made it. Hero, the MC, still with me. Uh, we made it to the final segment. Um, all the way from Boston. Uh, we made this happen. Once again, shouts to Mike from the Turntable Teachers. Um, kind of uh, made, you know, unbeknownst to him, he kind of made the introduction. And here we are. Hero, this is where we talk about what you like to eat, uh, what you can't live without, whether you cook yourself, uh, maybe something that you don't like at all. There, there was. Where's that video component? Because that was a funny reaction from Maddie. But uh, he doesn't cook. <laughs> so we got that out the way. He doesn't cook. There's you, gotta, you made lasagna one time in five months, and now you think. Did I say I cook? No. Oh. <laughs> See, Maddie knows where the pressure should be placed because I didn't ask her. She's like, no, he doesn't cook. But needless to say. Hero, what's that meal? What's the, what's the dish that you can't stay away from? Lasagna. Lasagna. I'm like Garfield with the shit. <laughs> um, I like burgers too. Okay. Burgers okay. are just like my go-to thing for when I'm when I go out. Okay. Um, how creative do you get with your burgers? Because I believe that the the burger, I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a burger dude too. Try to show some self control, but I'm a burger dude too. And I think what draws me to burgers a lot of time is. That you can be creative. The creativity, yeah. yeah. So what's, what's extremely your, creative? What's your uh, what? What are your topics of choice? Or what's something that you you throw on a burger if you you really want to like do a burger? Bacon. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Um, that fucking goat cheese we had today. Yes. All right. Let's talk about that. Yes. We pulled up to American Icon. Shouts to American Icon. Cut the check. I, I need thirty percent off next time I pull up to the place. Um. And they had the uh, the goat the the lamb burger, 
as a special. And yeah. we're trying it, and you were you were pleased with it. Cause I know you went through it. I'm sitting here eating, and I'm like, this is great. And we're trying to figure out what the spread was that was on it. Yeah, it was um, it was like a honey goat cheese cream spread. Yes, awesome. Yeah, it made was, the whole fucking burger. Yeah, it did. and the burger was a it was a lamb and beef mix. Mm-hmm. So it was it had that had the taste of both, and it was it was yeah. awesome. No, it was it was a well put together burger. Um, it had some tzatziki sauce apparently on it as well. But I I do agree with you that as far as <clears throat> that cheese spread. That made the whole thing. It, yeah, was... it did. Because that texture is not your typical cheese on a burger uh, texture. And it was I, I thought it was very welcoming. And I really liked it. How were the fries there? Did you did you like the fries? Fries there? were okay. Fries were okay? Yeah, cool. I went with, I went with the salad. I tried to do the... Uh, I was trying to do like the health conscious thing. It doesn't always work. Especially when you have a podcast. <laughs> Which, large, large pizza and a Diet Coke. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Burger yes. and a salad. Burger and a salad. The combination of champions. Um... Well, you obviously don't cook yourself. No. What did you grow up eating? What was the what was like the staple dish that you would always have at home? Was it lasagna or not? Uh, my mother made a good shepherd's pie. Okay. But it wasn't That's... shepherd's pie because shepherd's pie means it has lamb. Mm-hmm. It, when it's not, it has cottage pie. It, okay. When it's beef, it's cottage. It's called pie. cottage That's pie. That's what people don't understand. Uh... Everyone just calls it shepherd's pie no matter what. Yeah, that's like uh, the go-to. Including my mother. Even okay. though it was not lamb, it was beef. Yeah. But uh, she makes a she makes a great shepherd's oh. pie. You, we had that a lot. Now I'm starting to wonder if I actually ever had a shepherd's pie in my life. Thank I've you. never actually had a shepherd's pie, but my mother makes with shepherd's pie all the time. Like because the with ground like, lamb beef. Ground lamb is what makes it a shepherd's pie. Because because of, of the sheep. What's the Oh, King said. Ah. See, that's the thing is. So that's where that's where that's the, where it's, the tricky it's, thing it's is. Legit, but it's a, like a legit English hub. Like, like, yeah, it might have. I mean, who knows? But the, like Hero was saying, is that a lot of times people just everybody commonly calls it kind of like going back yeah, to the Kleenex I, tissue yeah. thing. It's like e- even with tissue, some people call it Kleenex. Even if yeah, then yeah, yeah, tissue, yeah, so yeah. it falls it's into like, the same. It's like, it's like Puerto Ricans call everything cornflakes. Yeah, and it could be Apple Jacks. Yeah, like and it's cornflake, cornflake, it's cornflakes. Yes, yeah, yes. That's I don't think I've ever had like an actual genuine Irish like shepherd's pie. Got you. But um, see, that's funny because there's a I might have. No, it's it's it, yeah, it's English. But I have been to the um, the pub over in Pembroke Gardens and I've ordered their shepherd's pie there. I just never bothered to look whether that was one of the ingredients, and it might have been. But like, how legit is that? Like, as an Irish pub? Yeah, they got they got the, the they got the Irish fare, yeah. the food there. So um, shit. Okay, well now I don't. Haggis? I don't know. I think it's English. I think Haggis is English. Yeah. Maddie, what do you think? Haggis? (laughs) (laughs) As if I know. (laughs) (laughs) Not to put any pressure on you, but just to make it interesting. Maddie made a lasagna sometime within the last five months. Yeah. How was it? Oh, it was fucking terrific. (laughs) Was it? Yeah. Excellent. You should make it more. Was love the main ingredient? Love had to be the main oh, yeah, ingredient. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> do you normally cook? or you? I try to. Yeah. Um, I like cooking. I do lasagna. Um, I made you the chicken broccoli alfredo. That yeah, was great. Mm. Um, makes, she makes a good big mac and cheese. Yeah, I do okay. that. I, I, yeah, I do that. I haven't made you this, but I do like a tiny, um, what is it called? Um, pot pie, chicken pot pie. Really? Where you get okay. like the croissants for the base, but you use like a muffin mm. tin. So they're like mini ones. Where have you been? <laughs> you know. I'm gonna kill a chicken. I get down with a good chicken. Yeah, damn. Let's go all my secrets at once. Yeah, so nice and slow. Nice and slow. Yeah. Just keep you guessing. Just keep you, know. you guessing. The secret to longevity. <laughs> um, is there something you always stay? Is there something that you just you don't like at all? You stay away from at all costs? Um, I don't like ketchup that much. <laughs> Okay, I like. I don't. <laughs> so what was that red? What was that red stuff you applied to the French fries? I, I, I don't like ketchup on things. Oh, that, as soon as is that weird? <laughs> yeah. If you like, okay, no, no, no. It won't matter because he dips his fries in ketchup. But as soon as you like squirt the ketchup on the fry, over, won't eat it. I don't like the. It's, it, there's a perception. Like, there's like, like when she puts ketchup on when she puts ketchup ketchup on eggs. I have to like leave. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be in the vicinity. Bro, I hate ketchup 
like yeah, I like my hot dogs plain. Uh, just plain hot dog. Plain okay. Um. So so ketchup is the is the condiment that has no place in your on your plate if it's spread amongst I mean spread over the food if it's nice collected in its own corner where you could ap- apply it <laughs> where you could apply it at your own leisure it's cool. Yeah. Okay. I should get you a special plate with Don't. a little ketchup <laughs> like holder. Give me a, a zoo plate with the fucking animal on it. Yeah. But as far as the food that you just like, you really can't mess with. Um. Fuck, I'm blanking. I actually like a lot of foods. Yeah. Um, there aren't too many things I don't like. Um, we'll, have to, we'll come back to it. I'll, yeah. I'll think about it. What's a, well, we, we we discussed ketchup on eggs. So what's what's a breakfast for you that you would? Eggs with no ketchup. <laughs> Check easy. <laughs> no, when I go out to eat, I usually get like the the hungry man or whatever, where it comes with like a little bit of everything. Everything got yeah. you. Yeah, let's go. Okay, Cracker Barrel. We were talking about Cracker yes, Barrel. Yes, the eight million Cracker Barrels we saw on the drive. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys stop at one? No. No. Uh, damn. So you have you haven't had a chance to try a Cracker Barrel no. breakfast. We're gonna talk about things we don't have, things we saw down here that we. That's never right. Had. Okay. I don't know what the fuck Publix is. Yeah. You keep telling me that. I don't what know. are the grocery stores up there? I called it Publex. Like, <laughs> she laughed at me. <laughs> uh, there's this place in New England called Market Basket. If you've, okay. ever, if you've ever heard of it, it's kind of no. like, um, it's pretty big. It's kind of like the Publix, I guess. Market Basket. Do you guys have Stu Leonard's up there? I don't know what that is. <laughs> no. Damn. We, we got no Arby's, no Carl's Jr., no Hardee's. Yeah, no Waffle House. No Waffle House. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah, a couple of those. They're doing you a favor, but I mean Arby's. I, I'll, I'll mess with Arby's. Like I, I can get with Arby's. There's like three Popeyes in the whole region. Really? Like, so it must two have been Sonics. Two Sonics. It must have been a mission to get one of those sandwiches when that when things was popping up. Oh, the drive-through lines. <clears throat> oh, the fuck. Yeah. Five miles down the road. Yeah. yeah. There's only three of them in there. Yeah, like Chick Fil A. Oh no, I oh, meant I meant Chick Fil A. Oh. What? oh no, I meant Popeyes. No, Popeyes. you meant Popeyes. We have a lot of Chick-fil-A stuff okay. up there. Yeah, we do. Nice, nice. Are you are you into sweets at all? Yes. Okay. What's the, what's the go-to dessert? Brownies. 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 Uh, walnuts. Not just a regular brownie or some. It's good old chocolate. Good old chocolate. Any toppings on it? Uh, you get creative. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> now is the chocolate drizzled on it or is it on the side of the of the brownie? <laughs> <laughs> these are the you, questions I gotta you ask. You keep asking me these questions. I don't. I just eat whatever's in front of me. I don't pay attention to what it is. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it totally does. It totally does. It's the brownies. You're a simple dude, man. It's, it, listen, you know what you like, and that's what you stick to. That's that's excellent. That's excellent. Uh, maybe a, a place that you guys have up in Boston that's that you haven't seen here. Um, we have Boston Market. That's a good. It's called Boston Market. Yeah, yeah, we have that down here too. But oh. yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, we do have Boston. Are you serious? Yeah, we do have Boston oh, wow. Market down okay. here. Like that was a joke. Like they wouldn't, like they wouldn't have that here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, there is. We do have. <laughs> you want to go to Boston Market like Boston before you guys head out? You guys, you guys live on the West Coast. Um, no, I'm Boston. We drove down here. My grandmother lives in Inglewood, which is an hour south of Tampa. So. Yeah. Yeah, so the West Coast. Yeah. I don't think there's Boston Market. That far west, huh? Mm, it's possible. Because I don't remember. It's possible. Because I, I had. Just get it when we go back. <laughs> yeah, right here. I mean, it's a little east, but it's not far. What's that? What's that? I saw a bunch of them. It's called Checkers. It's, 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 it's our version of Rallies or Hardy's. Kind of like it all okay. falls in that same. Okay. Carl's Jr. It's our version of it. Yeah, Checkers. Um. Boston Market, uh, what, what do you usually go with? You go with turkey there, meatloaf? I've never been to Boston Market. Really? Freaking Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you tell him the lowdown. It's the best thing ever. I don't believe you. All right, so I usually go for like the quarter pound half white meat. Okay. You know? Okay. With a little side of the mac and cheese. You have to get the mac and cheese. Um, and mashed potatoes with a lot of gravy. And of course the cornbread that comes with every meal. You're gonna, hey, listen. I just stick with <laughs> stick with Maddie, man. <laughs> Boston Market is good. I, I like this. I like the cream spinach myself. Mm-hmm. Um, very good. Very, now, probably not the most healthiest spinach for you, but then anything that's good is really not healthy. So yeah, it fits right in line. Yo, hero. Um, yes, sir. We we got to know you. Uh, we got, I got to, to know myself too. You, <laughs> 
That's excellent. See, this part is the podcast that keeps on giving. Uh, we got to know your thoughts on tees. You ran through them. You gave us the ranking one through four. Uh, we talked beats. We talked music, what you listened to, what you grew up listening to. And uh, we just discussed food, um, ketchup on the side, ketchup on the side, and ketchup on the it, side. It's like, like I like mayonnaise on things, but as soon as I look at mayonnaise, like... I just don't like the look of things. Does that make sense? <laughs> it does. It does. Listen, I have I have family members that at one point in time they would look at certain things on a plate and they would get sick. It yeah. didn't have to be their plate. I put uh, I got a egg and cheese sandwich from Dunkin' one day and I put ketchup on it. And, we and my driving, head was out the window. Head literally it was out so the window gross. as he was driving because <laughs> he couldn't be close to me. <laughs> Oh, man. He's going to overthrow Heinz ketchup. (laughs) Shut down the plant or something. My peoples, as always, there it is. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Once again, I'd like to thank my guest, Hero the MC, for taking the time, sitting down, and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank Maddie also for getting involved in this. Shouts to Big Trez as well. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Let them know. All streaming services. Uh, Videos once a month on YouTube. Um, You can keep up with me at Bruise Beats, the letter N Eats on IG. Uh, Same goes for the Twitter. Uh, Hit me up on the Gmail, BruiseBeatsNEats at gmail.com. Let me know what you're eating, what you're drinking, what you're listening to. Recommendations. Um, I'm definitely, uh, next time I'm in the Boston area, I got to find a... Um, a roast beef three-way, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna we're we're gonna find a ketchup place and shut that shit down. <laughs> we're off the strength. Well, peoples, thanks again. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Y'all be safe. Peace.